Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. Today we're doing another Q&A episode. We got a bunch of good questions just like last time. A few people wrote in and they didn't have any questions. They didn't have a comment. So I'm going to uh, read this on here as well. One of them said enlightening. One of them said reminder you have the strength and then some person wrote hashtag the drip is real. So uh, thank you for just uh, putting down a little comment even though you didn't have a question. This is the first question for today. Have you ever not finished a pint of Halo Top? If you don't know what Halo Top is, that's one of those fake ice creams that's a little bit better for you, but still tastes okay compared to regular ice cream like a Ben & Jerry's or something. I have never not finished a whole pint of Halo Top. Uh, That's probably not a great thing if you've ever eaten with me before. I always leave the plate completely clean. It's a little bit of a a compulsion I have, and sometimes I could probably leave a little bit, uh, but it's just my, it's my shtick is what I do. I always finish what's on the, on the table. Question number two, what is the most overrated exercise at the gym? There's two things that come in mind. Um, one of them is a squat snatch. So the squat snatch, it's a great tool to develop uh, strength, flexibility. It's going to work your entire body. You need to be very athletic, mobile, uh, and have great control to do this movement. So uh, it is a great exercise in terms of uh, what it challenges, what it tests, what it makes you better at. However, if, you, if your goal is to lose a couple of pounds, uh, just sweat it out, feel better, and your goal is not to compete in weightlifting, or if your goal is just to get a six-pack, then doing squat snatches is not the best exercise for it. It's a very technical exercise. It's got a lot of requirements. If that's something you want to get better at, by all means, practice it as much as you want to. It might be one of my favorite lifts at the gym. But in terms of Reaching your fitness goal, the squat snatch might not be the best option. Uh, Usually there's a a mobility limitation that stops you from really doing it very effectively. It's probably a little bit of ankles, a little bit of upper back is the most common one. So it is a great exercise for developing uh, power, strength, flexibility. But if your goal is to lose a few pounds, uh, get some abs and just feel better, then there's 1,000 other things you can do that's gonna be uh, a little bit smoother, a little bit easier, and a little bit more time efficient. Another exercise that's very overrated is the rope climb. If your goal is to get uh, stronger in your upper body, then using the rope climb to do so um, is not the most efficient way to do it. There's probably 50 other exercises you can do with dumbbells and barbells and pull-up bars and rings before climbing up onto a rope. The rope climb has got a ton of risk with it. First of all, you're high off the ground. Whenever you're high off the ground, there's tons of things that can happen. Maybe you slip a little bit. Maybe you come down the wrong way. Maybe you thought you had another rep in the tank, but then you fail all of a sudden. Being that high off the ground always makes me nervous as a coach watching it and writing workouts um, on the board as well. Last time we did rope climbs in a group class, uh, it was probably months ago. If you think back to it, when was the last time you did rope climbs in a class? Uh, It probably was a while ago. Everybody had a huge gash on their leg. You get a huge gash on your leg and... And it stays on there for a long time too. A couple of people have a little bit of a mark on their leg, still maybe a tiny little scar from rubbing on their leg. And there's a way to get rid of that by improving your technique on the rope climb. 
But then we have the option of do we either double down on the rope climb, make sure that it's a skill and that we do it twice a week for a month straight, maybe two months straight to make sure that everybody knows how to properly properly wrap their foot around the rope. Or do we just say this is not something that we need for most people to achieve their goal of loosening a few pounds, de-stressing a little bit and just feeling better about themselves. We don't need a big gash on our legs and to get our upper body stronger, we can do that in tons of ways anyway. If you really want to get better at rope climbs, you can still practice that before class and after class. You can get with a coach and do a 30-minute skill session on rope climbs so you can get awesome at it. If you actually and you prep them for competitions, then you definitely need to be on top of that rope. But for everyone else in the regular group class, you're not going to see that rope climb. It's got a ton of risk to it and not a ton of reward. And that's why we haven't been doing that a lot. But if it is something you want to pursue before class, after class, personal training, you can still get on that rope and get a lot of practice if that's a specific goal uh, to what you want to achieve. But for the general group, not so much. Question number three, what's a pet peeve fitness advice that you see often? One of my pet peeves is uh, someone is exercising, they're getting a lot of weight on the barbell, and they do something really well. Now, if you do something really well, it looks easy. If you watch Usain Bolt uh, run 100 meters, it looks super easy. It looks like he could even try it a little bit harder, but that doesn't mean that he has a ton more in the tank, so... Let's say Sally is back squatting. She's uh, adding five more pounds than last time. She's going to go for a PR. She does everything properly. She had a good warm-up. She braced her core. She saw herself doing it, and she did it well. The person next to her, they don't know if that was a PR for her. They just saw the lift. They saw that it was a good lift, and then they yell at Sally saying, Come on, Sally. You can do a little bit more. Add 10 pounds. Add 20 pounds. If you do something well, it's going to look effortless. That's always a good coaching cue you can give yourself too. Just try and make everything look a little bit less effortless and you're going to look a little bit better doing it as well. But just because it looks easy doesn't mean that there is uh, 20 more pounds in the tank. There might be one more pound. There might be two more pounds. Uh, it's very deceptive sometimes. So uh, let the coaches coach. Let Sally choose her weight. If you see something do, uh, if you see someone do something well, they tell them they did something well. Don't tell them to um, put something else on the bar. Question number four: If there was a movie made about your life, who would play you, and why? So I got a couple of people in mind for who would play me in a movie. This this would never happen, but it's a fun uh, thought exercise to think about. Whenever I choose a movie, I always go off of the actors. So if uh, Tom Hanks is in anything, I'm going to go for that one. If uh, Daniel Craig is in anything, I'm going to go for that one. There's a couple of actors that I really enjoy watching, and that's what I base my uh, movie watching experience on more so than the trailer or... Uh, anything else for that matters but the number one actor that if he's in a movie i'm definitely going to go see it for sure so that is going to be the person that would play me in a movie and that would be tom cruise um tom cruise has never made a bad movie he's always awesome so that's always a good follow and for that reason he would play me in a movie 
Uh, Courtney and I recently saw a series. Uh, I think it was an HBO series, and Alexander Skarsgård is acting as uh, one of the guys in there, too. He would be a good one, too. Uh, he's super creepy in the movie, but he's a fellow Swede, so it would be fun to see him do something as well. But uh, obvious pick, Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't have to break that down anymore. Everybody loves Tom Cruise. And for the final question, is there a way to improve your resilience towards COVID-19? I don't have a super wacky tip for you or anything. It's going to be pretty basic stuff. Getting plenty of sleep is going to help with your immunity. Making sure that you continue to exercise and keep an eye on your nutrition is super important as well. That is the base of the CrossFit Pyramid. That's nutrition. It's super important. It looks like the people that end up in bad shape after this are people that have uh, type 2 diabetes, hypertension. They have stuff going on already. So making sure that you are as healthy as you can be is going to be your best bet. I saw something interesting the other day. It was a video from the side and they're kind of shooting in a way to where you can see uh, particles leaving the mouth when you're breathing regularly. And what happens when you sneeze is pretty fascinating to see how far things can move. But what they didn't show was what happens when you just breathe through your nose. I've talked about nose breathing before. We've done a workout at the gym with nose breathing. I try and do it a lot for endurance uh, practices as well. What happens when you breathe through your nose, you have a filtration system of your own. If you, put a, uh, if you put your face in front of a mirror, you can easily fog up the mirror with your breath from your mouth. But if you try and do the same with your nose, it's not going to happen the same. So that is a, uh, something to think about. You always want to nose breathe as much as possible, except for when you do very intense exercise. Besides that, it's something that's going to help you stay hydrated better. It's going to help lower your stress. It's going to be better for your endurance in general too. So think of it as a small built-in mask on your face. I'm not going to say this is a solution to anything, but it is worth considering. And watching that video the other week made me think of that too. So and nose breathing as much as possible. That's going to be something to do as well. Today is Sunday. We have another active recovery day planned like we've done the last couple of Sundays. 60 minutes of hiking, biking, or stretching. If you want to go for longer, go for it. If you don't have that much time, you can do 30 minutes. That's much better than nothing. Just try and get outside, get some fresh air, recover a little bit. Next week, hopefully it's the last week of at-home workouts. And then after that, we get to sneak back into the gym for some more uh, in-the-gym workouts. In the meantime, stay safe and enjoy this nice weather today and have a great day.